What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 99th edition of the Sports Reality. Perfect. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the fourth greatest Grenadian of all time. Perfect. A.k.a. the Little Wayne of podcasts, because I will get on anybody's podcast or and hit it with the J train. Perfect. I'm here with my co-host, Matthew White. Absolutely. And in some circles, nope. Matthew Barry White. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And in some circles... Matthew Betty White. Was it? Yeah. It's almost NBA playoff time. How's everything going with you, Matthew? It's cool. It's cool. Mostly chill. Uh, it's raining today. It is raining today. March the third, or March third, March the third. Uh, is that is that even a correct way to say that? March the third. I hope so. Uh, that whatever. sounds okay. Yeah. We're to we're into the third month of the year. I saw a tweet where someone said, uh, <laughs> "March, please don't treat us like January, or February of no, 2020." No, no. Cause it's been a wild year, man. It's thing? been a wild year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot. Good wild though, kind of. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It depends. Outside of personal accomplishments, yes. I don't know, man. That's yeah, been mostly terrible. We, we've had deaths. We've had uh, viruses. We've the had plague. natural disasters, man. We, we, oh, man. Uh, we have a lot to get into today's episode. We're going to talk about everything that's happening in the NBA surrounding names like Zion Williamson, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden and the Rockets. We're also going to get into the NFL, talk about uh, Tom Brady, potential franchise tags that will be assessed to players. We'll also get into our Chump and Champ of the Week, our Sports Free Zone, where we're going to talk about the coronavirus and more, and our Reddit Topic of the Week. Matthew, give a teaser for your Reddit Topic of the Week. Uh, it's going to be mostly about um, the Knicks being the most like dysfunctional place on earth. Perfect. That, uh, well, yes, that is one of the things. They are pretty dysfunctional. I'm going to wait till the Reddit topic of the week to uh, add on to more what you just said. Uh, my Reddit topic of the week has to deal about uh, terrible trades in the NFL. Where, or trades, let me not let me not say terrible. Trades where the team that only got one asset actually won the trade. So, <laughs> Was it, is, is this an addition by subtraction uh, type thing? Or so we will. Like, yeah, I like the. Like, I like those. We will get into that during our Reddit topic of the week. Just want to remind you all: subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available, and they are available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, 
Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many more. Just search for The Sports Reality Podcast. Hit subscribe so you'll be up to date on all of our content. Let's now get into the NBA. Malik Monk. Oh, well, you guys, what, what he, look, I know he got suspended, but that's Suspended it. indefinitely. For what? For drug violation. The fact that it's indefinite <laughs> shows I that. I need to know what happened now. <laughs> I am very concerned. The, the fact that it's what? indefinite means that he's probably failed numerous drug oh. tests or. It's something crazy. It's something crazy like heroin uh, or like uh, I don't does the NBA or like methamphetamines okay. or Maybe, like I don't even know if you can drug test for heroin for real or real. or if he failed twice <laughs> for like in cocaine. the same season it's gonna be yeah. bad it's gonna be bad yeah you know remember Birdman had the, this long suspension for cocaine but that wasn't that was a multiple he was a, a violation flyer <laughs> like he <laughs> yeah habitual uh, line stepper now uh, when I thought about Malik Monk and his suspension. I just went back to that time when Michael Jordan smacked him up upside the head because he uh, ran on the court celebrating during the game <laughs> while it was still going on. And I was just like, yo, Michael's probably like smacking him upside the head. Like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? How do you get suspended indefinitely for a drug violation in the NBA? Like, like the NBA is one of those. It's really relaxed. Like, it's... You have to like really try to fail to fail. <laughs> you have to go miles out of your way. Like jo- uh Josh Gordon would have never missed a game. He would have never missed a game what? in the NBA. I uh, mean, when we hear stories about how um Matt Barnes and and uh Steven Jackson and what and how they talk about how they used to smoke with Don Nelson. <laughs> and, and all the other players who, who who said, yeah, that's how I got through the league was I was able to still mo- smoke weed and, and, and was still able to play at a high level. And then we know how the NBA cannot drug test for marijuana during the offseason. <laughs> they sure cannot. So, so yeah, it, it, Malik Monk had to do a lot to, 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 for this to happen. I mean, I hope he gets the treatment, though, because at the end of the day, he is abusing a, a substance. So, so I hope he gets the treatment and I hope the best for him that he'll be able to make a return back to the NBA. Let's now get to what was big in the NBA the last week. Uh, last Tuesday night, so after we recorded our previous podcast, we had the Hornets. They visited the Lakers. Zion Williamson's first game against the Lakers. <laughs> crazy game it was a very entertaining game definitely saw the highlights for that one for i saw the first half and then i had to put my son to sleep yeah, and then yeah. so, after that well, i was just like oh well, i missed a good portion <laughs> did you see any uh the sunday one i did watch this whoa. i did watch that whoa. game whoa <laughs> i watched almost i watched a good portion of that no, game no, no. That was, like, and that definitely was the one. end i saw that but let's start with the game on tuesday night zion williamson mm-hmm you want to yeah. hear his stat line for Absolutely. that game? Did he have more than four rebounds? Zion Williamson had six rebounds, three assists, one steal. He had 29 points on eight for 18 from the field. 13 from 19 from the free throw line. Uh, he did have three turnovers. And some of them were kind of <laughs> costly where they kind of changed the momentum of the game. But as a 
tremendous stat line for literally any NBA player and the fact that he is a rookie. Any <laughs> NBA player. <laughs> like, man. But let's talk and about... this was the stat line. Oh, yeah, no. What, let's talk about LeBron James. Because <laughs> I was, I was about, about to skip forward to the next one just because you already know. Let's talk about the real stat line yeah, of the game. Yeah, like, the yeah. one who actually balled out that game. What's his thing? They both was balling out. They both was balling <laughs> Was it? I'm just sad Brandon Ingram did. I wanted the Lakers to lose this game a little bit and Brandon Ingram to go for like 60. But just a little bit, not really. Like, like as a Lakers fan, you wanted that. I'm a Brandon Ingram fan, also. I Perfect. like that guy. I wish he was still on the team. <laughs> what? Look, you are not the only person who's saying that. Some people no, are saying, well, "Why couldn't Kuzma be the, the uh, What is it? Yeah, I mean, they play very, very different though. Like LeBron and Ingram, I think they would have figured it out, but I think it's easier to figure out how to uh, catch and shoot when you play with LeBron instead of like being the type of player that Brandon Ingram is like turning out to be maybe. And not only that, I don't want to spend too much time on what happened last year, but we know the Pelicans were not going to make that trade if Ingram was not part of it. <laughs> so, I wanted every, like, so, I was, uh, We should have got some more voodoo magic going on. So we knew that wasn't going to happen. But anyways, um, before we get to LeBron James, though, I, you mentioned Brandon Ingram. I do want to go back to his style line. He had 34 points in that game. Brandon Ingram has been playing very well this year. 12 for 20 from the field. That's 60% from the field. Uh, seven from eight, seven for eight from the free throw line. Had seven rebounds, four assists. He two steals. He did have seven turnovers though. But that's what what happens when you are a, a lot of guys who have the ball in their hand a lot are going to have turn turnovers, over. especially when they're not point guards. Oh, uh, James Harden, a point guard, turns the ball over at a historic rate. Most times he touches the ball, I guess. Half like, way. You know. You're right about that. You're, you're definitely Russell Westbrook also. Same thing. Uh, but yeah, he had, he had 34 points in that game. Let's now get to the real stat of the night. There we go. You're LeBron James. There we go. Of Lakers. your Los Angeles Lakers. It. 40 points. Whoa. Season high. Whoa. Oh, uh, I keep forgetting to look at the rundown. God damn it. But yeah, nah, season high. You heard it. <laughs> season high. 17 from 27 from the field. That's 63% from the field. 5 for 11 from 3. That is 45%. Unfortunately, though, he did go. This is my only knock. Only uh, knock. He missed some free throws, right? He was assume. 1 for 2. There so he go. couldn't be part of the 50-49 or the 60-49. That's a, weird, that's a crazy thing. <laughs> he actually, if he had hit the second free throw, he would have been part of the 60 40 100. Yeah. That's, impre- that's, look, that's a club you want to be in. That is what Did you? Okay. You saw, uh, what is it, the game Giannis had this week? We will get into that. Yeah, all right. Because he did it. Was it that was the fastest, as far as minutes are concerned, that somebody's ever had a game like that? Yeah, yeah. So LeBron James had that game. LeBron James in that game last Tuesday against the Pelicans. Destroyed them. It was like he was a man on a mission, that game. Like, he was trying to show that I am still here. All of you all are talking about Zion Williamson, He's and good. he is the future. Absolutely. And everyone's like, well, oh. Brandy Ingram's on that team too, yep. and, and and Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball, <laughs> oh. and, and and how this team. Oh, this is what was said. Listen this to is, what was said. This is Lakers two Tuesday afternoon, especially on NBA Radio Tuesday afternoon. There was this segment where they were talking, and they said, "Which team would the Los Angeles Lakers have more trouble with in the first round?" If the Lakers still are the one seed, which it looks like they're, they're going to be, 
are they going to have more trouble with the Pelicans or the Blazers? And all through, everyone's just like, oh, it's the Pelicans. It's the Pelicans. Man, they're going to make they're going to make LeBron work. They're going to make uh, uh, Anthony Davis work. They're going to. The right answer is neither. <laughs> <laughs> that is the right answer. No, no, uh, <laughs> the brooms will be ready for everybody in the first round. But for the sake what? of the argument, I would say it's Pelican, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I don't know. If, the, that's even if the Trailblazers make it. That's but if what they I'm make saying, it, they got Carmelo on their team. <laughs> but if they make it, I mean, you got Lillard, McCullum, and Melo. On that team, Hassan Whiteside to play defense, potentially uh, Yusuf Nurkic coming back from injury. But I feel like LeBron was like, oh, y'all talking about the Pelicans going to give us a run? I'm going to drop 40, and it's going to be a pretty easy 40 uh, for for you all. And the Lakers, they won that game by the score of, let me get, I forgot the score, uh, 118-109. And then on Sunday night, which was the marquee game, of the weekend absolutely the lakers visited the uh new orleans pelicans the night after losing in memphis john Morant, by the way looked really good the memphis Grizzlies got good <laughs> john Morant looked really good uh zion williamson you want to know how much he scored matthew or did you watch the game did you i, I meant to ask you did which you one is it? this is the, the sunday sunday game the Sunday, Sunday game, the I Pelicans saw a lot more. game. Absolutely. I saw a lot of this game. What? Zion Williamson. Yep. What do you do? Uh, was it 35? <laughs> 35 points. Four rebounds, though. 35 points on 12 for 16 from the field. 11 for 13 from the free throw line. Seven rebounds. He did have six turnovers. And once again, some of those turnovers kind of ended up like being like swings, like four point swings. You know, you're about to score, you don't, and then they score. Uh, But like I said a few minutes ago, this is what rookies do. Um, My only only criticism with Zion Williamson's game at this moment isn't even the shooting. Oh, no. He shoots a very high percentage. Yes. Extremely high. The mid-range, he can knock it down. You know, he's open. Anywhere around the, like, painted area, he's good money. (laughs) My only criticism with... uh, Zion Williamson at this moment with what 15 games into his NBA career very very early is that he does expose the ball in transition <laughs> or when he's driving to the hole that's it that's something you can work on they can figure that out. <laughs> pretty easy if that's all we gotta work on is not exposing the basketball oh man in transition <laughs> because way. there were a couple times he'll be you know driving to the hole and and like he had a couple tie-ups he had a couple times where he would spin and there was a Laker defender right there to steal the ball or he would um, then get uh, get the pass deflected and things like that. So that's my only criticism of Zion Williamson so far. Also in this game, uh, Brandon Ingram chipped in 15 points, lost the ball 19 points. Um, Nicola Melli coming off the bench, one of the old rookies because I think he's like 28 or 29. Uh, he had 10 points coming off the bench. Um J.J. Redick did not play this game. Uh, But let's now get to the Lakers. LeBron James, 34 points on 14 for 21 from the field, 66%. Three for five from three-point land, 60%. And three for three from the free throw line. So that would put him in the 60-60-100 club. When have you had? I, I probably need to go on basketball reference to see. 
has anyone ever had a game like that where they've shot a minimum of 10, 10 attempts? We got to look that up. Uh, maybe maybe later yeah, in the in this episode, we will tell you if that has ever happened or how often that has happened. Oh, by the way, we didn't even mention the other good parts of this game. Yeah, 12 rebounds, 13 assists, two steals. <laughs> 13th triple-double of the season. And listen to this. LeBron James has tied Kobe Bryant when it comes to triple doubles as a Laker. This is the second year. <laughs> this is his second year. And it's Kobe it's had like, what 19 or 20 years? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh <laughs> Kobe was not passing the ball to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I understand they're totally nah, different players. Not, yeah, nah, but you, who would have thought that someone yeah, in two yeah, years no, would have been at this age would have been able to do something that the great late Kobe Bryant this, I did? Mean, like, if he went to the Bulls, he'd have probably caught Michael Jordan in two years too. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, man. No, he had a, a. He's on a mission this year. He is on a what? mission this year. Uh, Avery Bradley shipped in ten points. That's decent. That's a plus. Danny Green, 10 points. Kyle Kuzma there had his go. best game there in we weeks. Go. He chipped in 20 points. I like it. Anthony Davis didn't play this game. Uh, coming off the bench, Kent- Kentavious Caldwell-Pope had 13. Markeith Morris had 10. Dwight Howard, your boy Dwight Howard. Terrible. What's the dude? We got, let's talk about the 76ers Clippers game, too. <laughs> Shake Middleton was going bananas. Like, what? I watched that game. The whole why, first why, half. Why is it as soon as we bring up Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard you want to change the subject? You are such a Dwight <laughs> Howard hater. Perfect. That's okay. what dog. Yeah, this dude is contributing greatly for your team. He's okay. Oh. He's all right. Every time, for those that that follow us on Twitter, I'm at J squared zero two one. Matthew is at Matt is neat. Anytime Dwight Howard has an efficient <laughs> or good game, I am tweeting Matthew like, "Yo, Constantly. do you still do you Constantly. still hate him?" Absolutely. And Matthew still comes back with uh, some profanity. And, Whoa, that uh, might and, not necessarily always be true. And, and, of, uh, and what's the thing? You know, because what social media etiquette class? <laughs> oh, you're doing better after you spoke the curls of sports, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you're I such delete a... some tweets one day. <laughs> yeah, if you start deleted tweets, that would be a oh my goodness, if never you, gonna happen. If you start, never gonna happen. <laughs> deleting tweets, but anyways, uh, LeBron James though, we're gonna talk about him going, oh, uh, a little what's later. Beef and uh, Giannis and what's my man, uh, James Harden. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> later in this segment. Let's now move on to other news in the NBA. The Houston Rockets. Now, after we recorded last week, I said, "Man, we forgot to talk about the Houston Rockets." We forgot to mention how well they're playing. And then they had a very good game against the Boston Celtics on Saturday night. Absolutely. And I'm like, yes, we're about to talk about the Rockets and how good they're playing. And then last night they huh? lost to the New York Knicks huh? in New York. Now, I think it was Eddie Johnson of NBA Radio. I think he was the one. Or it was Antonio Daniels. I can't remember. They said... That they thought the Knicks were going to win this game 
because the Rockets were in New York for two straight nights waiting for this game. And, you know, when you're out in New York or L.A. or Miami or even Houston, which is just a (laughs) shocker that the Rockets got caught up in this. But when, you know, when you're in these cities for multiple days, anything can happen. Anything can happen when you play those teams. But anyways, still the Rockets are doing really well. The Rockets, since they went to this small ball lineup, I want to say they are like eight and three since they went to the small ball lineup. With, uh, Robert Covington is the four and PJ Tucker is the five. Yes. It's crazy. It's the micro ball. Also, yeah, that is the new <laughs> phrase that's going around with this team. Not even small ball. They're saying micro because of PJ Tucker being a six, three center. <laughs> so uh, they're playing pretty well. Also, this is something that, you know, many NBA media personalities are not talking about. Russell Westbrook, the, since they've played this small ball, has been more efficient from the field. He is taking less threes. Like, he's just driving to the hole, like, at will. The mid-range is getting better. Also, James Harden isn't really jacking so much. Like, he's getting his shots, but he's not, like, it's not as high as volume as it was even before the trade occurred. They, they need each other, maybe. So, um, you know, and also during this stint, I mean, I think they're averaging close to 60 points, them too. If not 70, <laughs> I guess. What? So they they're they're playing pretty well. I know we said this when the trade occurred, when they traded Robert, I mean, sorry, not Robert Covington, when they traded uh, Clint Capella, Capella yeah. and exchange got Robert Covington. We said we didn't know what Mike D'Antoni or Daryl Morey Geniuses, were thinking. Maybe, I guess. We said they're going to struggle because how how do you have a team with no center? 6-3 center. <laughs> Your only center <laughs> doesn't even see the floor. Isaiah Yo, Hartenstein. Ca- terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Worst German player ever. So how is it that you're going to play an NBA game without a center at any point during the game? And still be good. Look, so far, 11 games in, we're wrong. I look, and I want you to know he had this, like, I feel like he had this plan lined up earlier. But the Chris Paul trade threw it seriously, like, awry. Because Montrez Harold will be the perfect micro ball center. Perfect. And he was on Mike D'Antoni's team. Hey, maybe, look, maybe we. Just got to a little late. Maybe this is finally the team he wanted. Guess it's a I few guess. years later. I guess. Maybe. I know, obviously, people are going to then say, well, we're, we're going to really see the true effects of this lineup when the playoffs come. Absolutely. Do the Rockets still have to prove that this is a good move? Championship. A championship has to be. <laughs> finals, that, finals, 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 finals. Got to go to the finals. Honestly, for me, they just got to go pretty deep. Pretty far. Eastern get, Conference get, Finals? Get to the Western, Western Conference, Conference Finals. finals. Okay. True, true, true. And if they lose, then they lose. Because let's be real, at the end of the day, it's still only one team wins the finals. Absolutely. Like, at the end of, and there's only two teams that compete. And we have pr- some pretty good teams right now. Oh, some super Like, good honestly. Anyone, Lake, anyone can win in the West right now. If the Lakers win, obviously no one will be surprised. Of course not. If the Clippers win, no people one will be, be surprised. No, people would be shocked. Shock. Is it because they're the Clippers or is it because Every, of how they're playing? 
is the Clippers and Paul George sucks. <laughs> yeah. But mostly the Clippers. Okay, but let's say okay, let's say 76ers somehow get things turned around and they win. Are you gonna be like, no. oh, it's a shocker? No. What about the Bucks? Uh no. What about even the Rockets. Let's say the Rockets get on the run and they end up winning. Are you going to be like... The only team I would be really surprised if they won was would be the Nuggets. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Heat won. Like, they just... So so that's six teams that Giannis. we just... That's six teams that we just said. Pacers looking good. When when have we had years where literally six teams could potentially win? It's been a long time. People say that, but usually it's two or three. Jazz look really good sometimes. Um, yeah. It's a lot of really good teams that are highly competitive going into the playoffs right now. And no, there's, there ha, uh, I'm not even going to say it. Nope. I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to jinx anybody. Uh, but so, yeah. So if the Rockets even just get to the Western Conference finals, I mean, I would, I would say this has been a successful season for them. Uh, obviously, they want to win a title, but the the, the transition to this Everybody micro wants ball, to win a title, though. this transition to micro ball is a good sign for them. Let's also move on now to um, our updates of our favorite teams. The Washington Wizards is my favorite team. Your favorite team is the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's start with the Washington Wizards. Did you see the uh, franchise record that Bradley Beal set? Over the weekend? Was it back-to-back 50-point games? Well, we spoke about that last <laughs> week. Nah, what do you do? He is he has the record for most, and this is a franchise record, most games scoring 25 points or more consecutively. I like it. He has scored 25 points or more in 18 straight games. I was going to guess 13. So, uh, shout-out to Bradley Beal. Uh, he is doing well. He is... What I like about Bradley Beal during this whole run is he's still kind of like, you know what? I'd rather win, though. I'd rather be making a push for the or making a legit push for the playoffs. He He's not just happy with these stats. So that's that's something that I commend him for. Let's now move on to your Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, we spoke about the Lakers already when it came to Zion Williamson versus LeBron James, but there's some other things going on with the team. They did lose against the Memphis Grizzlies on Saturday. We we spoke about that. And uh, Anthony Davis did not play his game or the game on Sunday against the Pelicans in New Orleans. Me personally... I know it was a back-to-back. No, this was a sign of disrespect that the Lakers did. Me, personally, it was Anthony Davis not playing against the Pelicans in New Orleans. This was so that LeBron could show uh, the Pelicans how much better he is than all the people that they traded for Anthony Davis. Because he literally beat all of them and Zion Williamson by himself. And that, too. I thought (laughs) the fact that this was done without Anthony Davis also made made that performance even more sensational uh, for LeBron James. Uh, So, yes, this happened. But there's some news coming out of Los Angeles. Two potential workouts. One is being reported and then one is being rumored. Let's start with the reported one that Dion Waiters no, no, will be no, working out with no, the Lakers. No. <laughs> Look, what is it? We got to make some. Uh, we about to take a break and pause. What? That is terrible. Dion Waiters? 
<laughs> first of all, I want to I want to laugh that your first Whoa. thought was Anthony Randolph, and I know why. Because he's Anthony way Randolph. better than Dion Waiters. Also, that's right. Uh, Dion, what? Didn't Dion Waiters get suspended thirty games this year because he's an idiot? Perfect. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty <What>? much. <laughs> yeah, no, we can't ha- look. There's uh, Contavious Codwell, or no, Dwight Howard is using up all our idiot slots this season. That's it. Uh, what? D- who's the rumor? Dion Waiters. So yeah, Dion Waiters is oh being God. rumored That's to terrible. um to to be working out. Or no, sorry, he has been that he's been reported that he will work out for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and they're gonna see uh, how that comes out. Let's. I haven't seen anything update since uh, since this is, has been reported. But the rumor is that J.R. Smith is going to work out with the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. They don't want to win. Let me give you a visual of what want just happened. To win. Let me get Jeremy. We're gonna have to take. Oh, we got. What is it? We might have to have a technical difficulty timeout or something. What? Who's in charge of the Lakers right now? Uh, your boy Rob Palenka. Oh my! Where's Magic Johnson, dog? We gotta get Magic. <laughs> we gotta talk to Magic. This is terrible. So, so Matthew this is terrible. Matthew literally just oh threw what was in his hand around this on the is, other side of the room because of his frustration ter- with the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, first of all, I don't think nope. any of these dudes help your team. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. They don't help your team. And I'm tired of you're not one of them, but I'm tired of Lakers fans who are just like, we need more pieces. You have LeBron James and (laughs) Anthony Davis. I wanted Anthony Randolph. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Randolph. For those that don't know, Matthew is one of the biggest Anthony Randolph fans. He's ridiculous, and he's was he was he won a championship two years ago. Luka Doncic in the Euro League. He did. He's on that team. You're right. You're right. I I forgot he was on that team. (laughs) Shot forty two percent from three pointers. So yeah, uh, I just don't know. You, to me, stay pat. You got your team, yo. That's fine. You got your D- team. What is it? This it needs to be addition by keeping Dion Waiters and uh, what is it? J.R. Smith off of the Lakers. Perfect. And it seems like the Lakers are going to make a move of some sort because uh, Troy Daniels was released. He and to be fair, he wasn't getting no burn on this team, which I thought. Some has the like. Did he not know the offense? Because at the end of the day, I just thought like he was there to shoot threes, catch and shoot, right? Yeah, I just thought, and it, he was getting no tick. Even Quinn Cook's not getting that much that's playing surprising time. To me. That's surprising. And then just the week before, you know, they released Demarcus Cousins. So, oh, he might be back. Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Randolph signings. Come on, why is it never good people getting? Or no, there's good people getting signed to Lakers, but like. Who saw J? We need J.R. Smith. Who said? Who said that? Here's my thing. Also, if you are willing to work out J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters, why are you not willing to work out Jamal Crawford? And I don't want to hear age because Jamal Crawford he's has better been, than both of them. He's better than both of them, and he's been healthy his entire career. Even last year, what was the last? Didn't he drop fifty the last game of the year? Uh, he, he, I assume so. He scores, uh, yes, right? Yeah, with the Timberwolves, wasn't he it scores, 50? W- w- I, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not I like, so. I mean, he's been healthy his entire career. Yes, he'll probably be year 18, but he's been healthy his entire career. So 
if you're willing to go down that path of Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, why don't you just get a better version of them in Jamal Crawford? I, that, that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, Rockets uh, are back to the Rockets real quick, uh, and specifically James Harden. James Harden had some words about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, let's flash back to what Giannis said during the All-Star <coughs> game uh, when the selection for their team. And uh, Giannis made a joke. He said, yeah, I'm not picking uh, uh, James Harden because James Harden just wouldn't pass the ball. <laughs> Everyone laughed on the on the telecast. Um, well, then James Harden had something to say last week. James Harden said, well, you know, if I was seven foot tall and able to just run all over the court, I would be able to put up some of the numbers he's putting up. Also, uh, Giannis had some words back for him. So they had a little back and forth and it made us think, you know, when it comes to the MVP race, Matthew, who are your top five when it comes to the MVP or, or maybe do you have five? Uh, I could give you four for sure. Okay. Maybe we'll five. go from four to one. Who is oh, in your, and before one. we even get to that, I meant to say this Giannis the other nights against the, it was the Orlando Magic, correct, Matthew? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was somebody that had no business playing. <laughs> Against the Orlando Magic, my goodness, listen to this stat line that he had here. I mean, and and I was so happy because I have a my fantasy basketball, my on my fantasy basketball team. Uh, real quick though, before we get to that, um, who has a uh, Zion Williamson in our fantasy league? I have no clue. Honestly, it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. Like, oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, if I can. And yeah, I'm stalling a little because I'm trying to find out uh, where. Um... Ah, here it is. Uh, it actually, I want to make a correction. The Bucks played the Charlotte Hornets and Giannis Antetokounmpo had 41 points. 20 rebounds. A lot of boards. Six assists. One steal. 20 points on 60% from the field. And he did this in 34 minutes. <laughs> 34 minutes. He had 41 of their 93 points. Nearly half <laughs> of their points <laughs> was scored by Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then, you know, like we've mentioned how James Harden is averaging what he's averaging in scoring. LeBron James doing what he's doing. Matthew, what would be your top four when it comes to You said you had four for sure. I'm going to give you, uh, what is it? And I'm going to try to go from least likely yeah, yeah, to yeah, most four. likely. Yeah, like, like we always so do. So look, uh, <laughs> Perfect. at number four, I think like it was Embiid, but he is down again, I guess, at four. At three, I have Jokic just because uh, the, what is it? The Nuggets have been balling like most of the year. And, like, he's been healthy a lot this year. Jamal Murray, like, went down, got back hot, and they're still, like, a really good playoff team. I think they're in first or second. But at the, uh, what is the top two is definitely got to be LeBron and Giannis just as far as uh, who's going to win the MVP. But I think it's – if I had to give an edge to somebody, I would give it to LeBron just because the Bucks have had the uh, weakest strength of schedule in the history of the sport of basketball. Uh, according to somebody that I read on Reddit, I don't know if it was true or not. They could have been making it up. So uh, recap your your top four again. Recap. Uh, Embiid, Jokic, uh, LeBron, and Giannis. Hmm. 
I would have to say, for me, it's a three-player race right now. He's James Harden, LeBron James, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's that's what it is. Three, it's a three-player race. I don't think really anyone else at the moment is in it right now. Uh, I, even Embiid, I think he's missed too many games, or and they've also been inconsistent on the road. Uh, so I would have to say it's just a three-man race when it comes to MVP. Now let's actually get to another segment that I know you get excited for, Matthew. Your NBA power ranking. Oh, 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 Top five teams. And are we going from one to five again? We're, we're going from five to one as 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 normal. Starting with you, Matthew. Who's your top five teams? Did I not send this thing? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> At number five, it is the uh, what is it? Hold on, hold on, because it definitely is. At number five, it's the what is it? The fucking Denver Nuggets. They're number five. This is terrible. Denver Nuggets got to play better, but number five, Denver Nuggets. Number four, I had the Boston Celtics. At number three, I have the Toronto Raptors. At number two, unfortunately, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. And at number one, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. That is my exact power ranking right there. <laughs> my exact Jeremy one. Was looking at my uh, <laughs> cell phone. <I laughs> my promise. exact one. Denver at five, uh, Boston at four, Raptors at three, Lakers at two, Bucks at number one. So yeah, that is that is the, the my exact order when it comes to the NBA. And the top five teams in our sports reality power ranking. Let's now get to the NFL. Matthew, did you uh, watch any of the? I saw the was it Landry scouting, Jones game? Oh scouting no! Scouting combine. Did you watch any of the NFL I scouting saw some combine? Forty yard dashes. Uh, any anyone uh, anyone impress you? Uh, not really. No one. I, nobody was running any crazy times. It might have been like the offensive lineman or something. Uh, yeah, I know there was an offensive lineman that got like a sub five. Oh, what? somebody was moving crazy fast out there. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch mm. really any of the scouting combine. Um, I, it was one of the things about it. It was in prime time. They did show it in prime time <laughs> on ABC. And on ESPN, do you like that idea that it's done during a time where most people can actually watch it? Absolutely. I think think it's a good thing for money, I guess. Uh, It's boring, though. It can be boring. It can be unless you like. If you if you know there's a position out there that you definitely need as your team and you know that it's deep. Like, for example, this is going to be a deep wide receiver class. So if you know you need a wide receiver, watching the wide receiver group might be like, okay, it's going to be exciting. And then after that, you're just like, uh, whatever. If you're a team like me, the Dallas Cowboys, where we need secondary help at both the safeties and the corner positions. Yes, I if I had the time, I probably would have been wanting to watch those groups and then nobody else. Um Chase Young didn't work out, but he will work out at the pro day. Same thing with Joe Burrow. He'll work out at his pro day. But um, yeah, it's it seems like it was a hit when it comes to uh, those who are following it. I mean, people were tweeting about it and showing stuff on Instagram also and Facebook about what was going on during the scouting combine. So I, I would have to say, even though I didn't get to watch it, it probably was a successful 
scouting combine. Uh, some new other news came out of it, uh, especially with uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, there's reports that the uh, Washington Redskins may try to take him at number two because his physical results came out, and he is. They're saying he's healed from the dislocated hip, um, and he's just more like kind of resting until I guess the pro day. Uh, but they said there's no structural damage to his hip, so he's just um, now just waiting to heal up and get better. So uh, there are some reports that the Washington Redskins may try to get him and try to get away from Dwayne Haskins. There was another report that, and I I hated that this report came out or that this statement came out because the person was pretty spineless for even saying it. Doug Gottlieb. He said, oh, someone told him. He didn't even say a source. He said, oh, someone told me that um, they think that that the Redskins think that Dwayne Haskins is dyslexic because he can't read um, or and he can't pick up the playbook as well as they thought he should. And I just thought that that was just another knock for no reason. Another knock to a black quarterback simply because he's black. Because I'm not going to lie. You're never going to hear a bad white quarterback. You're never going to hear them say, you know, and he might be dyslexic. That's why he can't understand or or he's not or he's thinking about the opposite instead of what it really is. You would never hear that about a white quarterback. You'll never hear that about Mitchell Trubisky. You would have never heard that about Johnny Manziel or Brandon Whedon or Jimmy Clausen or Brady Quinn. Way worse than that. What's my man's name? Uh, Who? Jaguars quarterback. Oh, Blake Borders. You never heard that about any of those (laughs) or Christian Ponder or, or, you know, any other white quarterback. Christian Ponder. Let's Let's be real. Dwayne Haskins played on a terrible team. Last year. In a lot of turmoil. And in the first few games, yes, he struggled. But near the end of the year, what did he do? He played okay for a rookie. Playing better. He played better along the way. And the team is going to be better. You're going to have Ron Rivera as the head coach. You're going to have... Riverboat Ron. You're going to have Jack Del Rio on the defensive side. And um, I think it's supposed to be North Turner's son, I think, is going to be coming over. I I, I can be wrong, but... The team is going to be better. They're going to be a better run team. So I expect Dwayne Haskins to be better. But you had that come up. And obviously when that came out, then people said, oh, well, maybe maybe the Redskins are going to try and move uh, away from Dwayne Haskins and go for Tua Tagovailoa. To me, Tua does not do it to me. Tua, I think he's too injury prone. uh, He's too injury prone at this point. A bad hip is not what you want. You know, he had the ankle also last year and the year before. And I, he, to me, he's kind of a small frame. And it's not like it's Kyle Murray who has a small frame but or is Wilson. healthy. Or even, what is it, Russell Wilson? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He can't. Russell Wilson kind of looks like way bigger now than he did when he came he in the came league. He came in the league. Like, it's. But there were no injury concerns with no, him or Kyler not. Murray. People absolutely just said, not. oh, Kyler is going to get hurt. Yeah. No. But Ta- Tua is hurt (laughs) you know two has been injured quite a few times in college so the history is there i i i don't want him there was also reports even about uh you know because Tua, he's a cowboys fan and when they asked him who would you like to play for and he said i mean i won't mind playing for the cowboys and he was like my two dogs are named uh named uh star and cowboy or something like that something Something. boring (laughs) 
What? Star. That's I think a, it's Star. He got to get a better name than that. Come on. Something dealing with the Cowboys. He said that my two dogs are named after Cowboys things. He shouldn't. That's terrible Cowboy name. D minus. <laughs> so, so I hope the Cowboys don't don't draft him. You, you want them to keep Dak? We'll get into that later in this segment. Um, Tom Brady, though. Out on the town shaking it up. I seen the video. What's my man? I hit with Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Julian Edelman. I don't know if that's racist or not. Was it Jimmy? Was it, it Julian maybe Edelman? Julian Edelman? You didn't uh, see the video? Uh, they were at the Syracuse game, right? I don't know what game they're. I, I know I don't Tom know. Brady and Tom Brady and Julian Edelman were at a Syracuse basketball. They showed game. what is it? The, they didn't show a second of the game. All I saw in the highlights was Tom Brady and sitting next to Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> not Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, what's my man? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. That makes there sense because it's New York. Jesus you know? Christ. Oh, yeah, so Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Kimmel. Yeah, that was exactly. it. And Julian Edelman. They were at they were at the Syracuse. Jimmy Kimmel yeah. was the racist part. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I thought it was Jimmy Fallon for a second. But, no, nah, they figured it out. Uh, but, no, nah, they were at the game trying to read his lips. And, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, are you going to come back to the Patriots? And people were saying he's, 100% coming back to the Patriots. You think he's going back? You think yes. this is all just uh, <laughs> this is a, I'm trying is, to I'm just trying a dog to. and pony show. <laughs> this is a, a, a this is what is it so they can deflate the balls for next Super Bowl and nobody notices. This is one of the things I actually don't have like I don't know where he's gonna be to be honest. I New I England. can see him. To me, it's not far fetched if he's just <laughs> on another team. Like maybe like he's team though. Now the team see, becomes the issue. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to <clears throat> Patriots or the field, I think it's 50-50. The issue then comes. Yeah. It, uh, the issue then it's comes. not a land. <laughs> look, it's definitely close. It's not like, yeah. The issue but comes. Team? The issue comes <laughs> because there's rumblings that, oh, the Titans might make a true run for him. Mike Vrabel. That's you know, his, he, his, his old teammate. They have a good running game. They have a good defense. They're in a division that. Simply, if he's on the field, they should be able to probably win playoffs all playoffs. automatically. There's the Chargers because they have talent or quote unquote talent on Might that not team. go there. Might not go um, there. And it's in LA. They're going to be playing in a new stadium. They may try to drop, throw the bag at him. So, look, what if, uh, what is it? The 49ers went very aggressively at Tom Brady. If they go at Tom Brady, I, I, they're Super Bowl favorites. Simply. They're Super Bowl favorites automatically. How do you feel for Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, <laughs> you got to move Jimmy Garoppolo because that's $27 million. They can figure that out. <laughs> or no, is the NFL the NFL not like the NBA? They can't just no, be out here. No, you can it. trade it. Um, lately, the NFL's been trading players. Oh, like, good. lately. They've what? been trading uh, players. But uh, I mean, Or no, Minnesota. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you want him for you. If he goes to Minnesota, my goodness. With, with Thielen and, and, and Diggs. Cook and Cook. Look, he can <laughs> catch. We got to get a different tight end, though. Or no, no I like. Rand, Rudolph is okay. still good. He's fine. And then you still got Irv Smith, the, the Ooh, rookie. He might be good. I yeah. need him to be pretty good. Um, but, but, yeah, now Tom Brady. I don't, I don't think that there's a clear-cut favorite for Tom Brady, like, landing spot-wise, other than just, like, the Patriots. But he could go anywhere, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's also the Raiders. That the Raiders just may say, hey. It's not going to happen. Tom Brady's. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady would shoot himself in the foot like that. Why would you say shoot himself in the foot like that? The Ra- uh, the Raiders are not going to the playoffs next year. I don't. You think. don't think if Brady's nope. on that team, nope. they make the nope. play- they don't make nope. the playoffs? Nope. Okay. The Ra- 
And I don't want to see John Gruden be proven right by somehow <laughs> trading all his good players and sucking for three years. I've always said this about Gruden. Nope. If he has three to four years of successful seasons, that still doesn't count because it, it, he's there for 10 years. So <laughs> You got to have like six. <laughs> you got to have. At the minimum. For all the moves that he made, you got to have seven in my opinion. What's the dude? Uh, Khalil Mack is very good currently. You already you already had two non-playoff years. And they traded Amari Cooper also. Oh, man. But, yeah, the Raiders, there's even rumblings that the Cowboys may make a move. That makes sense. As a Cowboys fan. would you? How upset would you be? Or would you be happy? I would only be happy if we're hoisting a Lombardi <laughs> trophy. That would literally be the time where I'm like, okay, it was worth it. Me personally, I'm just like, nah, man. Like, you want Dak. what? We, Dak is the future. We're going to have Brady for what? Two years, maybe? What, maybe a year? What if the price tag is right? I mean, the price tag isn't the issue. It's just. It might be the issue with Dak, though. Ah, we're going <laughs> to. We're going to talk about that soon in our Dallas Cowboys segment. But uh, yeah, there's even rumblings about Brady. So yeah, I think it's a 50%, 50 50 split between the field and the Patriots. The issue is how large of a percentage are the other teams going to, you know, get? It's the Chargers and the Titans. That's it. Nobody, or yeah, that's it. Like, I can't see anybody else really like. I'm trying to uh, for uh, 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 Eagles. Let's get it. The Eagles. Let's get it. Get I rid of Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. <laughs> you are <something> else. <laughs> or Atlanta. Or no, uh, Tom Brady can go to Atlanta. That would be lit. Yeah, finally, Julio Jones will have someone that will give him the ball. Oh, Tampa, Tampa. Was it Mike Evans? And they don't have a running back. God, uh, God Godwin. Oh, yeah. Mate, look, Chris Godwin. I don't know. Tampa, what is it? With Bruce uh, Arians? Ooh, that would be sexy. The what's the team makes way more sense. Like the the um, Titans, Titans, I guess. Just because him and Derrick Henry, that, that was it the play and that, and that defense. The, yeah. <laughs> like, it, that would be a lot. And look, they did what they did with Ryan Tannehill. Okay, people are really going to stop disrespecting Ty- Ryan Tannehill because, what is it, eventually we're going to come up with a good nickname for him because uh, Fitzmagic may be done for right now. If Fitzmagic shouldn't have existed. Perfect. And people call me a hater. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> what How do you mean? Fitzmagic should have never existed. <laughs> but it did every time he was in Tampa. What is it? <laughs> he needs Deshaun Jackson. He's played for like half the league for a reason. <laughs> very true. For That's very reason. true. Uh, uh, uh. Super, super true. Let's get to your Minnesota Vikings, Matthew. Oh, oh hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know anything about this. Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> let, let me repeat that again. Let's get to your Minnesota Vikings. What is what are some offseason moves that you're looking forward to, man? I just to shore up the offensive line, I guess. That's really like Wait, the only just- thing that I would like. The defense. Vikings normally have a pretty good defense and they have a really good offense right now. Yeah, the offensive line, in my opinion, has to get better. Jesus Christ. You have Kirk Cousins, so you gotta really surround him with everyone. Unless they can get Teddy Bridgewater back this summer, uh yeah. Like, got to get the offensive line a little bit better. All right, man. Let's now get to my Dallas Cowboys. They are the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. 
You're right about that. America's team right there. Um, I didn't even hear what you played. It, I know it was something foolish. I'm all, I, know, I, I couldn't hear anything, so I know it was something foolish. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's up for a deal. Cowboys think they, um, they, they're, they finally sat down, Cowboys and Dak Prescott's agent, and it looks like um, Dak wants, you know, top five money, which, in my opinion, he should. Get top five money because the precedence has been created for decades now. Yeah. The next starting Absolutely. quarterback. Absolutely. <laughs> the next Absolutely. starting caliber quarterback hey. is the next one to get paid. The most possible money. <laughs> we saw it with Kirk Cousins. We saw it with Derek Carr. We saw it with Matthew Stafford. Ooh, we saw it with Jimmy one. Garoppolo. The, ooh, that might be the worst. We saw it with Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott is up. Yeah. He needs to get paid. And it needs to be in that 33 to $35 million range. Because the precedence has been created for that. I don't want to hear now that, oh, well, Dak can't really do this and that. Gonna, or Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott really carries that team. And, and oh, man, I don't want to hear even bogus stuff like, oh, well, you know that defense. What about his Wonderlick? They're actually pretty good. Do you want to hear about his Wonderlick, Jeremy? Yeah, the Wonderlick from like four years ago. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Dak Prescott has won significantly more games than he's lost as a Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. Since day one. Rookie of the year. Second year, okay, 8-8. and Zeke suspended for six games. (laughs) Next year, you go to the playoffs. It's a wrongful suspension, though, I think. Next year, you go to the playoffs, and you win a playoff game. And you almost win the second playoff game to go to the NFC Championship game. Last year... There were some moments where I said, okay, Dak, you did not perform as good as you were supposed to. But we also had Jason Garrett as our head coach, who underperformed the entire year. Now you have Mike McCarthy, offensive. Uh, I, I would say really good on the offensive end. Yeah. The defense should get better, so you should be in better situations as an offense. You locked up Zeke already. You locked up the entire offensive line. You locked up your defensive studs in Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith. Lock up your quarterback and then try to, okay, then go for Mari Cooper. But I'm, I don't want to get to the point where it's, we got to choose between Cooper and Dak. Cause if we're choosing, if, if we're having to, who's going to be the quarterback throwing to Cooper. If Dak ain't there, uh, Ezekiel, <laughs> potentially. So next man up, Got to pay the man. And I'm going to say something here for you all to remember this. When Lamar Jackson's up. Oh, no. 200. Hold on. When Lamar Jackson's up, some of the same things they're saying about Dak will be said. Definitely getting called dyslexic. About (laughs) Lamar Jackson. I hope that's Who is an MVP. I hope it's not the new thing, dog. Everybody quarterback just calls dyslexic because that would be super annoying. And to those that are saying, well, you don't know what you're talking about because, (laughs) you know, they didn't say that about Patrick Mahomes. Said it about Cam Newton. Patrick Mahomes is an outlier in all of this (laughs) when it comes to black quarterbacks. He's an outlier. But every star black quarterback, even well into their career, there's been criticisms about their intelligence and their in their competence. So yes, Dak needs to get paid. Lamar Jackson, two hundred million dollars. It's about to happen. 
Two hundred million dollars. Uh yeah, uh yeah, bro. I don't know what's uh what's how much does Garoppolo I mean, get paid? Look, they they were saying that Mahomes may really really shake up the quarterback. Uh, He's gonna because uh, they said it will be like 40, 40 mil a year. Yeah, uh, so if you do 40, 40 times five, that's two hundred million, right? That's there. what I'm saying. So I mean, <laughs> that's not far fetched. That Lamar Jackson <laughs> might be up for something like that. But yeah, I don't want to hear when it comes to especially Dak Prescott. I don't want to hear. All that stuff about, oh, well, he doesn't do this and that, and he doesn't deserve that. Uh, he's had a better career so far than Carson Wentz. And if Carson Wentz could get thirty-five like million, Wentz. close to thirty-five million a year, then Dak should be able to do that. Before we move out of our NFL segment, did you did you see what happened with uh, Yannick Ngakwe Ngakwe of uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, did he get franchise tag? He said, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to thank the fans from, for Jacksonville, but I don't want to be part of the Jaguars organization. Literally five minutes later, reports come from Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, one of them, that the Jaguars are going to franchise tag him. Now, obviously he can be franchise tagged and then traded uh, but um, for Yannick's sake, I hope they're franchising him so he can be traded and not franchising him so he has Can't to stay leave. there for <laughs> a whole other year. The franchise tag in the NFL slavery, dog. It's uh, indentured servitude. It's Sorry. Bad. Indentured <laughs> it's servitude. Bad. It's like, fe- is, this is just the first year too. We we can't we can't come to we can't come to an agreement, so we're just gonna say Can't leave. You can't leave. You know, I can understand restricted free agency. That's different where your team can match if they want. But to just say, oh, we're just not letting anyone have a chance at you. Uh, Other players that may potentially be franchise tag, Dak Prescott, maybe one of them. They may do it and then come to a deal later this year, like an extension uh, that will start next year. Uh, I've heard that Frank Clark may be uh, getting the franchise tag for the Chiefs or it may be Chris Jones of the Chiefs. Um, some other players that may potentially be franchised, and I just had it here in my. See, this is what happens when. Oh, uh, Leonard Williams of the Giants, because remember he got traded from the from the Jets to the Giants, and the Giants can can use him. Uh, Matthew Judon of the Ravens may potentially be uh, franchised. AJ Green may get franchised yeah. and he may get franchised because Joe, Joe Burrow said <laughs> Joe Burrow said hey man I want this dude make sure make sure uh you get him and or make sure you keep him uh Austin Hooper of the Falcons may be franchised uh so we have to see how all of that plays out um some other oh t- there's some reports that Teddy Bridgewater may get franchised uh, I, what is it? I heard franchise and uh, traded and then to the traded to Chargers. Another... Could be, man. And I would start crying immediately. Well, do you think Jimmy? Uh, sorry, do you think Jameis Winston's gonna get franchised? Uh, uh, I don't know. Bruce Arians kind of like him. I think. Right? I think he will. I think he will. Because, yeah, I, th- I think he will. I think they're gonna say, "Hey, we want one more year." Especially uh, since you had your LASIK surgery, please. You just <laughs> so so yeah. I I, I think uh, I think he's gonna get one more year uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Let's now get into our quick hitters. Uh, remember last week, my champ of the week was the emergency goalie, David Ayers, uh, who works for the Tampa Bay Maple Leafs, but had to play against the Maple Leafs for the Carolina Hurricanes. Well, um, it was a great story. Was there a rules change because of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there may potentially be a rule change. I like it. I like it. Where and the NHL it. says... The NHL may just now add an extra roster spot so that teams could have a third goalie. That makes sense. Or make things easier for the Zamboni drivers. Or make things easier for AHL affiliate players to then be called up to then play for their team. But uh, this is this you know this is the second time this happened in three years. By the way, that the emergency goalie came in uh, for for the team. And had to play this time though, the team actually the, the team with the emergency goalie actually won though. So uh so yeah, the, the NHL has already looked into this. Let's now get into college basketball. We haven't spoken about college basketball at all. Like since the season started. And the reason why, in my opinion, why we haven't spoken about college basketball is I just don't know who who these players are. I just don't know any of them. Like uh, Cassius Stanley, that's the guy. Yeah, and he's it? not really doing much because Duke he's is chilling. struggling. He's chilling, man. Uh, I don't know how Duke is really. It's not number Duke, twelve in the nation still. Duke not like they were last year. They, they they've been struggling. They've had back to back losses against unranked teams last week. Um, Maryland lost against Michigan State. You had last, this past weekend. Or a couple weekends ago, you had Gonzaga, you had San Diego State, and um, Baylor all lose. Kansas is now number one with the 26-3 and three record. Gonzaga's number two, Dayton's number three, Baylor's number four, San Diego State's number five, Kentucky six, Florida State seven, Seton Hall eight, Maryland nine, number 10, Louisville it's a real crap shoot um, with college basketball, and just giving you all a um, a reminder or an update, giving you all a heads up. We will be doing the sports reality bracket challenge. Uh, more information should be coming out this week, so stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram and Twitter pages. On Instagram, it's the Sports Reality, and on Twitter, it's at Sports Reality Sports underscore reality underscore i'll repeat that again because i fumbled uh it is at sports underscore reality underscore on twitter and at the sports reality on instagram we will put up uh, more updates on our bracket challenge matthew and i are trying to decide what the prize is going to be for the winner so once we figure that out we'll be able to make an announcement for that uh other news um the astros are still um Getting hit by pitchers left still, and right. Still getting hit by pitchers left <laughs> and right in spring training. Uh, players are still, you know, venting and talking about their frustrations with how everything was handled. So uh, we're going to have to wait and see how all of that plays out. Also, I want to go back to college basketball real quick. Talk about the phenomenal young lady in the women's game. Have you seen Sabrina Ionescu play? No. Sabrina Ionescu just last week 
mere hours after the Kobe Bryant memorial service, she played against Stanford. So, for the record, Sabrina Sabrina Ionescu plays for Oregon, one of the better women's uh, basketball teams right now. Um, she is the first player. And let me get the exact stat because I don't want to butcher this. I do not want to butcher this. It was one of the, it was a phenomenal stat line. She became the first player to, I think, to get 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebounds in a college career. That's pretty In good. a while. First to do that in like a long time. And I want to say she might be the first woman to do that. Uh, I'm sorry. She is the literally the only <laughs> the only person to do that in NCAA basketball, Division 1 basketball. So yeah, man, she she's she's phenomenal. She's really good. She's going to be number 1 overall pick in the WNBA. So shout out to Sabrina Ionescu for that great accomplishment in college sports. <laughs> Let's now get into our champion chump of the week every week we celebrate those that do well and we criticize those that do not starting with you matthew who is your champ of the week lebron james baby want a champ uh he had a crazy like back-to-back like meeting against like i guess the heir apparent you know what i'm saying and he had a, a dominant performance against the pelicans both times without anthony davis so, yes, that is your champ of the oh, week. Oh, and what is it? Chris Porzingis has been balling crazy since he got back from injury. Like He has. He's been going ridiculous. He he has been playing really, really good. Um, I have um, two champs of the week. I do have to give my champ of the week to Sabrina Ionescu of Oregon. Hold on. I forgot my sound effect. Baby, want a champ. We mentioned what she just did just in the last segment. Also, my other champ of the week is Shake Milton. Hey, there, Baby we go. there we go. Baby Shake or Master Shake, depending on how much you watch that game. Shake Milton in his, what was it, just his second professional game? Uh, I think it was. I th- or uh, third? I think it was his third, yeah. Third yeah. professional He's game. Balling, he made like 16 three-pointers in a row or something. First of, over two games. First of all, he, he made 13 consecutive three-pointers to start an NBA career. I like it. Which was a three-way tie between Brent Brent Price and then Terry Mills. And then, in the game against the Clippers, went on a run. I think he hit five straight. So he has now the record for most consecutive three-pointers to start an NBA career. Also in that game, he had 39 points in that game. And he hit seven for nine from three-point. And he kept the 76ers in the game. So Shake Milton is my champ of the week. Matthew, who is your champ of the week? Oh, what is it? I don't know. I don't really, honestly, look, this week, as far as basketball-wise, other, oh, never mind, never mind, the Knicks organization. I forgot. I was about to not give it to anybody because nobody's been fucking up in the uh, NBA, but, yeah, James Dolan. Because you're a champ. Why is he? Why is he the chump of the week, Matthew? What is it? He was out here throwing out Spike Lee in the middle of a game, and like, or okay. So from what I've read, it was uh, Spike Lee is coming to the same entrance for the last like twenty six years, 
And he was met with some trouble this time. And it was solely James Dolan's fault. So, uh, yes. Uh, so, like you said, the last 20, actually, last 28 years. It was forever. <laughs> for the last 28 years, Spike Lee, who is the famed Knicks fan, would come to the, every Knicks game at Madison Square Garden. And he would enter through the employee entrance. That was just one of the courtesy things that they've allowed him to do. Because he's a super fan. He's committed to that team. And, you know, committed his dollars to that team also. They allowed him to go through the employee eggs entrance and then take the uh, elevator up to the floor and then go to his floor seats. Well, last night, he's at the game or trying to get to the game. Gets past, ticket is scanned, goes in. While he's about to get in on elevator, security comes down and says, hey, you can't uh, use this elevator. He's like, well, why not? They're like, well, um... Yeah, you can't use it. And he's like, well, I need an explanation. Like, what do you mean? I, he's like, I've been doing this for 28 years. Is there something wrong with the elevator or not? Like, and they're like, no, new policy. We can't allow you to do this. And, you know, he had some choice. Spike Lee had some choice uh. words for uh, Dolan's cronies. Anyone that could hear him. Spike Lee was also on first take today. And he said he will not be going to a Knicks game for the remainder of the season. And he will... They asked him about next season. He said, as of now, I will go for next season. But this season, I will not be returning to NBA games or, or Knicks games at Madison Square Garden. So, yes, James Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, is your Chump of the Week. Because you're a chump. My Chump of the Week has to go to the XFL team, the DC Defenders. Because you're a chump. Hey, they look really good for the first two weeks. They were... They started out 2-0 and last two weeks. They're now 2-2. Two and two. Uh, And they got they got shut out by the Tampa Tampa Vipers. Don't get me wrong. I'm still, we still, we got to look up tickets. Still oh, tr- to go to the next field game. I saw the game when, my, when Landry Jones got picked off four times by the same person. <laughs> yeah. And they told him to get off the field. That was hilarious. I could be with um, that level of disrespect. The XFL is looking pretty good, though. It's a good, just another league. Uh, We don't have enough time to get into the specifics about the XFL. We'll probably talk about it next week because um, my boy Warren, he said, man, y'all got to talk about the XFL. So I said, uh, yeah, we'll do it. We just don't have time for this week, but we will get into that next week. But uh, yeah, the uh, DC Defenders for just this week, they're my chump of the week. Because you're a chump. Let's now get into our sports-free zone. One of the most entertaining segments of a sports podcast. I don't know if that's good or bad, but we're just glad that you all like it. Either way, um, the coronavirus. Remember a few episodes I said, I'm not even worried about this. I was like, it's not a big deal. We, whatever. Yeah, it's over in China. And yeah, you know, it's sad that people have passed away. Literally thousands have passed away. In China, but I said, you know, when it came to the United States, I was just like, eh, we'll be all right. Well, there are now two confirmed deaths in the in United the United States. States. Uh, both of them are, though, and I'm not trying to justify it or minimize it. Uh, they are those who uh, the, the two elderly individuals. Uh, researchers and uh, medical experts have been coming out because they now they know a little more about it. Um, they're saying that those with compromised immune systems. 
which typically are those, you know, the elderly. They their immune system isn't as good. Also, um, those who are old, also those um well, I say compromised immune immune systems. Uh here's the key though. Doctors and medical experts are saying to keep yourself safe from the coronavirus. The number one thing to do is to wash your hands and cover your mouth when sneezing and coughing. It's like the flu kind. And of if you make contact with your mouth while you sneeze or cough, wash your hands. They said if you live by that, you might actually have a very good chance. <laughs> they, I, I saw one, one, one report where they said... Even if you're like in contact with someone with the coronavirus, if you do these things, you still still have a very good chance of not being infected with it. Um, Then I saw another report from the CDC where they said it was only 60% of women washed their hands after using the bathroom and like 37% of men washed their hands after using the restroom. Those are not good numbers. Got to bring those numbers up. Also, uh, up though. Er, look, everybody's a little bit afraid of this kind of thing. Amazon. Oh, price of hand sanitizer flipping <laughs> like bananas. <laughs> Amazon oh hand, sanitizer, hand sanitizers are out of stock. The few that are there, prices are going skyrocketing. 117. 117. For a five pack. For a five pack of hand sanitizer. Dollar store hand, sanit- hand sanitizer, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, even antibacterial soap. It's still available, which is weird. Hand sa- goes back to what we just said. Hand sanitizers are not available, but antibacterial soap is. That's what I use on my tattoos after <laughs> I got them. <laughs> um, I saw a video from a friend of mine at the Costco in Wheaton. What, did they have hand sanitizer? Out of water. Yeah. Out of paper towel. People are treating out it of like it's toilet a paper. snowstorm coming. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't get it. So, yes, man. But the number one thing is wash your hands. You should be good. Wash your hands. Shower regularly. You should be good. Also, um, medical experts are pleading with the public. They're saying stop buying these medical masks because they're not going to even work. Also reselling on eBay. If you know. And then not only that, <laughs> because these masks are sold out, now people who really need them in hospitals can't Cannot. get them. <laughs> so then you may get a lot of other deaths because people are trying to prevent themselves from getting the coronavirus. I have a friend that works at a hospital. Um not going to say the name of my friend or the hospital that she works at because I didn't get her permission to. But she said that her hospital already has run out of masks because people have been taking them <laughs> because of the fear that they may contract or get infected by the coronavirus. Um, and then our president uh, and your boy, Donald Trump. You are fake news. <laughs> he didn't really quell the issues of the public last week with idiot, his statements. Um, and then he, the clip came out yesterday that he put out. A clip that he put out. It doesn't count. Oh, what do you mean? It doesn't count if he's like, was it self-mission? He telling on himself again? 
He what, asked what he, the medical experts that came to a briefing at the White House and uh-huh. said, "Hey, can why can't we just use the flu vaccine to uh to, to help stop, coro- the, stop the coronavirus?" Okay. Pat, wait. Like he <laughs> No, no, no. What, he so, asked, what did they say to him? He asked, "Can we use the flu vaccine uh-huh. to fight the coronavirus?" That's yeah. a clown question, bro. That's a clown question, bro. And they were like there was a pause and there was a no. <laughs> was did they, and did they have video and for this? Yes. Is there a video for and this? then he's like, hmm. Like he has like the look at like the let me think about this oh, real wait quick. A minute. Maybe, wait maybe a this minute. does make sense. He that, hit the, the end of his game plan. He was like, oh shit. <laughs> I knew they was about to say yes. <laughs> so yes. Shit. So what? man. Uh so yeah. Uh, and uh, so he didn't quell the 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 the, the panic. People are panicking. In the U.S., people uh, are. You can sell five dollars worth of hand sanitizer on eBay for one hundred seventy dollars. I assume there's a giant panic going on. I do have one this large. So since we, since I have a baby boy, absolutely three months old, mm-hmm. before he was born, we bought these uh, these large hand sanitizers. Absolutely, like in was, preparation for. He was born three months ago. Yeah, I think it was three or four bottles we bought. We've only used two of the bottles, mm-hmm. and one is in the living room, one is in our bedroom, and we're not even halfway through each bottle. Those bottles, I think, were only like $8 a piece. Look, don't let anybody see them. That's like a gold brick now. <laughs> and now, now those things, those things sold out on eBay, and, they, and then my wife even checked. That's she said saying, it's man. $100 for this now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Key to, key to this. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth. Absolutely. When you cough and sneeze with your elbows. Extra flu shots for the coronavirus are not going to help. Perfect. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, Other news outside of sports. Um, Last week, there was a Democratic debate in the state of South Carolina. Oh, it's Super Tuesday, too, also today. We'll we'll get to that. What? Um, We got to get a cape on or something. During the debate. Uh, because right before the debate, you know, news came out that Bernie Sanders is leading in the polls. So all the candidates really started coming at Bernie. They really came hard at him, tried to, you know, tarnish his character, tarnish his plan. I mean, he held strong. He still, you know, did what he did. But the person who did look good during the debate was Elizabeth Warren. She looked really good. Was she still talking this cash shit that I love? Uh, 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 what, what uh? What was she? T- what was she saying about the cash base? reparations? Mm. Uh, is that what? You oh no, nah, dog! What she was just uh, Elizabeth Warren has some very pr- good progressive ideas. Oh, I, feel oh sometimes. I, I thought when you said cash shit, you no, were talking about which, like money. Uh, with, nah, <laughs> when she was coming after what's my man? <laughs> oh, uh, bl- uh, absolutely, uh, Bloomberg. He was she like, came back again. Did, oh. Said, "Are you going to release these women from nope. the nope. He said yes. He did say yes. He did say. Did it happen though? I, uh, that's <laughs> did a thing. It, happen, it did not happen. Yet, that's what but, I'm saying. But what? he did say that once um, you sign the NDA, it is motherfucking signed. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then the results of the S- South Carolina primaries came out, and uh, Joe Biden won the primary. Okay, got All 39 right. delegates, uh, 48 and a half percent of the delegates, and Bernie Sanders got 15, which is nine about 20 percent of the delegates. And um, those were all the delegates. Every other candidate got zero. And then shortly after, 
Pete Buttigieg, mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Okay. He dropped out of the race. I remember. I heard this. I Amy, heard this part. Amy, Amy uh, Klobuchar dropped out of the race. Very good name. Tom Steyer dropped good. out of the race. Average name. Look, Tom, did you see the clip of Tom Steyer? No. He was dancing on stage. To what song? Not just to what song. He was dancing on the stage to back that ass up. Ooh, strong song. With Juvenile performing it on stage. Did what, and he dropped out of a race? He didn't <laughs> win something? Hot wait. I, I was just uh, like, huh? <laughs> I am very confused as to who I can vote for now. <laughs> but he dropped out of the race. Talk about Tom Stein. Where though. is he from? You know what? I think he's from Maryland. We definitely got to figure out where this motherfucker from. What? Tom Stein. I think he... Okay, so he was he born in New York. Okay, he got a run. But what is it? NFL players rap or something? Hold on. I think he he served in. Maybe I'm wrong. There's maybe I'm confusing another candidate from earlier in the race. There was a candidate earlier in the race that was from Maryland, and I thought it was him. Uh, but yeah, so he is no longer in the race. Um, also, um, like we mentioned, Pete Buttigieg is out. Amy Klobuchar, um, Andrew Yang is out, but he's still on the ballot. Michael Bennett, I think it's Michael Bennett is the one from Maryland. Michael Bennett is a very sturdy name. All right, I can't remember. Did you know there's another black candidate that's still on the ballot? Who? Deval Patrick. That is a very good name. And he, he ain't bringing, he's a, he's a mayor of, uh, Is he not bringing Boston. juvenile out? Definitely not bringing juvenile out. <laughs> what? Who is he bringing out with? When when is his uh when does he dance on stage? Bro, he just needs to drop out. This dude got he got 0.1% yeah, of the nah, del, of look, the of the percent. He needs to get out of here. Okay, yeah, no. Nah, what is it? That's uh But you mentioned man. you mentioned Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday is currently happening. Alabama, Arkansas, yep. California, yep. Colorado, the Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, okay. Tennessee, okay. Texas, Utah, Vermont, and it. Virginia. Uh, fuck Virginia. <laughs> Maybe Vermont also. I love maple syrup, though. All have their primaries and today. Ferns, I guess. <laughs> I guess next week we will talk about the results of those primaries. I hope so. And hopefully they're good for the Democratic Party. Who and yes, are we rooting for? Do we need to have a sports reality candidate yet? We, we'll give an endorsement later. All right, good. Give an endorsement later. I like it. But uh, look, and just I mean, obviously we're talking about the Democrats. I, I don't have a problem saying this. I am Democrat. So, we uh, are. De- Jimmy, <laughs> so Jesus fucking. Uh, <laughs> there is no. Uh, absolutely. What? I'm just look. I'm just what? letting people know that I don't want you no one like even be having no callers about- in talking about <laughs> Donald Trump. What? Other news outside of sports. Have you ever heard of the um beauty product called Honey Pot? That's a trap. I don't know. Honey Pot That's is a, a computer term. Honey Pot is a beauty product. Okay, what's uh, it do? Founded by a black woman. I like it. That's a good um, name. And she is in Target. Target is what made uh, her. Maybe I've seen this. Maybe I've seen this. Tar- I saw this at Target when I saw you at Target last time. Perfect. What? <laughs> Target was the first major store to have her products in. And then once it was successful in Target, she was able to sell in other stores. Absolutely. So Target did an ad. Mm-hmm. It's Women's Month. Absolutely. So shout out to the women. For sure. And uh, they did uh, an ad and said, and she said, you know what? I'm, I'm thankful Target gave me the opportunity 
for this. She also said, I started this company. I heard that to, there's a commercial for this. Yeah. I heard the commercial. And I'm Absolutely. paraphrasing. She said, I, you know, I'm here for to be inspiration for the young black girls who can make start a business of their own. Well, of course, there was a sect of the population uh, that had an issue with her upset. saying that she wanted young black girls to aspire to be like her. Uh-huh. What were they upset about? And this sect Should was... Should I try to guess? This sect was, of course... Oh, go ahead. Guess. <laughs> guess. I don't want to guess. Uh, what is it? I'm trying to think the only thing... The only thing that they could possibly be upset with is because No, no. She's, which sect? Which sect? Oh, what's which, my mans that wear the weird uh, hats all the time and scream at people in uh, front of metro stations? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> well, no. Nah, what's that? Who, what's that was it? Uh, it was white people. Oh, Perfect. why were they upset? <laughs> because they said it was racist <laughs> that... <laughs> Matthew is dying. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh Jeremy, we got everybody call time out. They said it was racist <laughs> that she has this company and it's oh d- and it's and it's directed and promoted for black women. And to be fair, Jeremy. or or to be for clarification, oh. it is a black owned business, but her products are not strictly for black women. Yeah, because motherfucking everybody has goddamn hair. <laughs> yes, some of her products what? are catered specifically for black women, but not all of her products are catered to black women. So a lot of white people went into the comment, into the reviews section of her products and said, I don't like that Target is doing this and she's racist and all that. So now other people have come to her defense and now the, the reviews are becoming more in her favor. But yeah, it's just really crazy that. We can't have anything for ourselves, man. We can't ever. We can't even say we're trying to lift up our own. No, dog. Because if we don't lift up others, it's then it's racist. racist. It's racist. I can't wait to start calling some shit racist. But yet, but yet, white people don't want to lift up nobody. <laughs> They're telling you pull yourself from your own bootstraps. No, that's some crazy. And that's not just Republicans saying it. Same. Democrats are saying it too. Perfect. So, uh, it, it, and then it just had came up to a larger discussion on social media, and you know. Some women were saying, look, feminism is not there's a difference between white feminism and then feminism for everyone else. <laughs> and it's true. Like, I know someone's going to say, oh, Jeremy, you shouldn't say this because you're a man. But like that, when that's they sexist, Jeremy, when they had these uh, like the million women marches, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, the reason why these white women came out to march was simply because Donald Trump disrespected white women. <laughs> He didn't disrespect all women. And then not only that, when it comes to issues of women of other races and cultures, white women are not loud enough and not there to support. And this is on the... Or advocate in support of or anything. Exactly. And then just last week, remember what uh, Rihanna said at the NAACP award? You know that I do because she's one of my favorites. Perfect. Rihanna is your favorite. Uh, Rihanna is your favorite. Absolutely. You so much your favorite that you got upset at me because I said something. Jeremy was slightly negative. That is about what her. I am. Jeremy was out here disrespecting Rihanna heavy one day after we finished recording. I can't even remember. No, the disrespect was several I, years ago. Th- see, I and can't then even. I, re- then I, re- I blocked out the date. <laughs> then I then. I've clarified myself. I even deleted the tweets. <laughs> I went back and deleted the tweets just in case Rihanna wants to, uh, look, that, she might you know, go. sponsor us. Rihanna, look, we we can figure something out. We don't. Jeremy cannot be here the day that uh, we have to do the interview, or we can remote him in or something. 
you know, Jeremy, he's not, he doesn't use think uh, he doesn't use his wise mind enough. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but Rihanna said, "Look, man, we need <laughs> other people who are not black. Homies got to pull up too, and brown Everybody. to help out the community." <laughs> she said, "My friends of my other races got to help out." So yeah, you know, but that's 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 my that's my that's my point on that. Uh, one more thing before we roll out of here. Uh, did you hear? Now this was a couple weeks ago, so that's it's probably, not a new news story, <laughs> but we just didn't get to talk about it. Did you hear about the guy who made a white woman, a black oh, man? Yep, yep. Who made the yep, white woman? Yep. I almost crashed when I heard <laughs> this story on the radio. Here's the report, police. Whoa. Man force woman to watch, quote, Roots See? for Look. racism lessons. People think that that doesn't mean something, but that's literally like making somebody watch the Harry Potter entire series, <laughs> like, in a sitting. <laughs> Here's the story here. ABC I News. I watch it on VHS or something. <laughs> what? ABC News. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That now, which funny. state do you think it is? Uh, okay, uh, it's Alabama. I'm go- I'm surprised you did just didn't assume it was Florida to oh. be honest. But it was Iowa. An Iowa man is I accused. Am really not. I'm. I'm I- Iowa makes perfect sense. Also, I an like Iowa it. man is accused like of forcing a woman to watch the nine-hour miniseries <laughs> Roots, threatening her and telling her to- no commercial breaks, <laughs> <laughs> telling her the episodic drama would make her better understand her racism. Robert Noy, 52, is charged in Cedar Rapids Yo. with harassment and false imprisonment. His attorney oh, okay. did it. False imprisonment might be a little bit of a stretch now. I need to see what type of setup there was. Did he just close the door? Well, here, this is where things get crazy. <coughs> the, the Gazette reported that the woman told police that Noy made her sit with him to watch the miniseries. See, look, that is not false imprisonment, dog. He just closed the door. You could have got up and left. <laughs> the miniseries what? is based on Alex Haley's uh, family history with the capture and enslavement of his ancestor Kunta Kente in Africa and liberation of Kente's descendants. Now, this is where things get crazy. Okay, okay. see, because up until this point, from what I've heard of this story, it is hilarious. When she tried to move, the woman said Noy okay. told her to remain seated or he would, quote, kill her and spread her body parts across the interstate. So also... How did he get her there? That's what, <laughs> look, that's what I want to know because if once you start watching the roots with somebody like Noy, you gotta assume that he's gonna kill you and like you know. So we gotta we gotta go. We need to hear both sides, Jeremy. So the I'm still, <laughs> I am still we need to hear both sides. I am still not willing to say that this is all like going so, we gotta hear how this started though th- so that's my question I that's never what about I'm that. saying how did they get into contact with like did he just grab her up or like were they on a date or something like there's a lot of question marks involved in this case so in the story and this is from the ABC News it doesn't even say that uh, was she handcuffed was she duct taped she clearly had her eyes open if they were watching Roots like, I don't know how this started. <laughs> like, you could have been... Jo- Some people joke around about murdering their friends all the time. I know I've done it. Jeremy, I assume, has done it. He has brothers. <laughs> Someone in the comment section said, this guy was willing to commit murder so that oh, she could better understand her race. That is a patriot <laughs> if I've ever heard of one. Like, what? He loves his country to the fullest. Oh, oh man. I don't know. That look, because look, 
You, you you heard all the charges, right? You know what I didn't hear? Domestic terrorist. So <laughs> if it wasn't uh what is it, domestic terrorism, this couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> like look, cause there you can do a lot of crazy things and not be called a domestic terrorist in America. So this making somebody watch Roots doesn't seem that bad, in my opinion. <laughs> so yeah, so according to Matthew. Did he have a gun? Did he have an AR-15? The story doesn't even say that the weapons were involved. Oh, my God. There was no duct tape. There was no nothing. nothing. It just seems Whoa. like he was like, yo, you going to sit here. Sit here and watch Roots or else. <laughs> Everything else seems just, uh, what is it? Seems like very run of the mill. So, yes. So, according to Matthew, we have to wait and see and hear the other side of the story. I need to hear story. from what's my man that was out here informing the nation of its wrongdoings in the past. <laughs> we definitely got to hear from this guy before we cast, uh, judge not, yet ye be judged. Perfect. And, you know, so forth and so on. <laughs> oh, my. Making somebody watch Roots. That's that's bad for both parties. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Roots is not Roots not fun to watch. Nobody, try, nope. What what day of the week did this happen? Was it Friday or Saturday? I don't know. But Nobody try to watch Roots on their weekend. <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> what? Oh my God! This is. We really got it. We're we'll be checking back in on the. We're gonna set, set up some Google alerts or something. <laughs> we gotta find out what's about to happen to my man. We might make some sports reality free my man from Iowa t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Let's now get to our Reddit topic of the week. It's been a while since we've done a Reddit topic of the week because of all the things that have happened in sports. And, of course, we did our Black History uh, special last month. Uh, so now uh, let's get back to the regularly scheduled programming and get to our Reddit topic of the week where we introduce stories or articles or polls that we see on Reddit. And we introduce it to you all. Starting with you, Matthew, what is your Reddit topic of the week? Uh, So my Reddit topic of the week is from... Brufus is Innocent. Okay. Great name. Okay. Uh, who is having a better season this year, Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum? Okay. And, okay, I'm going to run through a couple stats real quick just because they're, like, right here. Jason Tatum is averaging 24 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, or an, a 56% uh, team share. And Jimmy Butler is averaging 21 points, 7 rebounds, or 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists, or an, a 58% team share. And uh, I think this conversation, uh, you know, came up a little bit because Jimmy Butler definitely has put uh, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat have put the clamps on all the teams that are ranked ahead of them and yesterday they beat uh, they held Giannis to the lowest points he's scored in like the last like 900 days or something I guess okay and they're both having really good seasons and you know pro, uh, what is it playoff play, playoff season is upon us <laughs> so um, who, who would you say is I'm a is really the best big between the two so I really like Jimmy Butler and I like that he uh, kind of got his wish to be like, uh, he's the man on Miami. And Miami is flourishing with him being like their best player. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the, I guess other like talent on the team is mostly like either rookies or like kind of like mostly thought of as uh, role players. But uh, that team is very, very good and they play really good defense and Bam is uh, kind of a monster. I would say um I would say Jimmy Butler's having the better season. However, this stretch that Jason Tatum is having the last Balling. two weeks Balling. is better than any two-week stretch that Jimmy Butler has had. And he's playing crazy good on the defense and also the defensive end also. Like, Do you think it's the new tattoo that he got? 
What that? Um, uh, yes. I think it's yes. God's child or God's plan. Great tattoo. Or something like that, but he doesn't have the apostrophe in, uh, before the S. You God's. said he doesn't? Nah. See, that's why I never get tattoos or letters. I'm always worried about <laughs> in case spelling. someone messes it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got three tats- letters though. In case the tattoo artist really forgets, be like, because I'm not, look, I'm not gonna remember. I, look, I'm not the strongest speller out here. <laughs> you need me to. No, nah, look, that's, I don't know if I want any words. We, look, we might have figured that out. The sports reality uh, tattoo convention or <laughs> something like along the sorts. All right, my Reddit topic of the week comes from Mo Shaker 188. It is uh, name the lopsided trades when the team that only got one asset won over the team that got the king's ransom. So we've seen incidents where, for example, the Cowboys trade Herschel Walker. Yeah. Cowboys end up getting a whole bunch of picks that end up becoming three hot. Ho- two Hall of Famers and potentially a third and leads them to three Super Bowls in four years. First franchise to do that in NFL history and only the and there's only been one other franchise that's done that since and that's New England Patriots. But this time it is about trades where the team that only got one asset or one player ended up becoming the winner of that trade and uh, this person came up with one. 2011 NFL draft between the Atlanta Falcons and the Cleveland Browns. The Browns received the 27th overall pick, which ended up being Phil Taylor. The 59th overall pick, which ended up being Greg Little. The 124th overall pick, which ended up being Owen Morrises. They ended up getting in 2012 the 22nd overall pick, which was Brandon Whedon. The 118th overall pick, which ended up being uh, Jarius Wright, which was traded to the Vikings. But the Atlanta Falcons, you know who they got? Who they get? Julio Jones. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good. Hall of Fame talent. Hall of Fame career. That's what you want. Even with the lack of touchdowns. Never gets in the end zone. <laughs> Hall of Fame career right there. Um, someone else brought up another one. The uh, the Bucks, how they said how uh, the Bucks. I can't remember which trade or who they were trading with, but the, they made a whole bunch of trades and they ended up getting um, Vernon Hargraves the third, which is no longer on the team. Noah Spence no longer on the team in the second round. Second round, they then drafted a kicker, which at the time Roberto Aguirre was Aguirre was the best kicker in college football history. Drafted him in the second round, and then he had the yips. Uh, Ryan uh, Smith, uh, Caleb, Bonianach, Benanach, I don't know, Devontae Boyd, Bond, and Danny Vitale, all of them are no longer on the team. <laughs> the uh, Jets made a trade, and they ended up getting, uh, this. these were their draft picks. Calvin Pryor, Jace Amaro, Dexter McDougal, Jalen Saunders, Shaquille Evans, Dakota Dozier, Jeremiah George, Brandon Dixon, Quincy Anua, Taj Boyd, <coughs> and Trevor Riley, and Ike Anapali. The only player on that team still there, I think, is Quincy Anua. Maybe Kel- Calvin Pryor. 
Uh, but I can't remember who they they traded. Man, I can't remember who they. The person deleted the the comment, so I can't even see who they traded for or who they gave up to get all those picks. Um, what about a, a bad one? Oh, no, this is actually both teams were bad. Actually, remember in 2012, the Redskins and the Rams. Ooh, Redskins the, uh, traded all those picks to move up to get RG three. Was it his old? And then the Rams trade. ended up yep. not getting really anyone. Good. <laughs> they got a lot of like players, but none of them were like you know. Here's the big one. Okay. And I need to scroll down to to find it. Uh. Oh, here it is. Between the Chiefs and the Steelers. The Chiefs got the 27th overall pick in the draft, which was Larry Johnson. Solid career. Didn't last long, though. He should have been in the league longer. Third round pick, Julian Battle. And sixth round pick, Brooks Bollinger. Do you know who the Steelers ended up getting? Who? Troy Palomala. The Bills. They traded away Peerless Price. I love Peerless Price. And some picks to the Falcons. And the Bills ended up getting the 23rd overall pick, which ended up being Willis McGahee. The Buccaneers. Remember they made the trade for John Gruden with the Raiders? I did. And the Raiders ended up getting the 21st overall pick in 2002, which was Daniel Graham. Langston Walker, Tyler Brayton, and Jake Grove. You don't know any of them. No, no, Jake Groves, I thought for a second, but how about Sean Andrews? Mm-mm. Sean Andrews, the offensive lineman, right? Yes, the Eagles got him. Yeah, and the 49ers ended up getting Chris Gamble and Shante Spencer. The Randy Moss trade hey. from the Vikings to the Raiders. I don't even want to talk about this one. Ugh. The Raiders got Randy Moss, and the Vikings got Napoleon Harris. Troy, the seventh overall pick in the draft, which was Troy Williamson and. A seventh-round pick, Adrian Ward. There's one, and I'm still trying to scroll and find it. But when I see it, when I say what came out of this, you're going to be like, what the hell? Here it is. 1999. The Washington Redskins had the fifth overall pick. Mm. And... The Saints, New Orleans Saints, wanted that pick because they wanted to get this specific prospect. I remember this. What year was this? 1999. Okay, let's Let's start with the Redskins, what they got. Who did they? 1999 first-round pick, Uh 12th overall. So they dropped from 5 to 12. 12. Later traded that to Chicago. They they, they traded Caden McCown. Mm. 1999 third-round pick. Dwayne Bates. 1999 fourth round pick, Nate Stimson. Okay. A fifth round pick, which was later traded to the Bears, Karee Samuel. Sixth round pick, later traded to Denver, which ended up being Desmond Clark. A seventh round pick, which was traded to Denver, which ended up being Billy Miller. Okay. A 2000 first round pick, second overall, which the Redskins did use for themselves. To get LeVar Arrington. Hey, there we go. And then they drafted Lloyd Harrison. Okay. But do you know what the Saints ended up getting? (coughs) Jeremy. Or who they ended up getting? I think so. Who did they end up getting? Was it Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) 
my my man. The Saints literally traded their whole draft for everybody, one person. Everybody. And to be fair, it didn't really backfire on them. It didn't really backfire. That's what you want. Oh man. So yeah, those are some trades in the NFL where the team that got the least amount of assets or players ended up winning that trade. All right, Matthew, uh, before we wrap up, is there any uh, last-minute news in the sports world that we did not cover that has occurred while we were recording? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't see anything uh, that's come out. Oh, uh, Major League Baseball issues memo on uh, coronavirus. Suggests players avoid taking balls and pens directly from fans to sign autographs among recommendations. Oh, also, um, yeah, the... uh, the the Olympics in Tokyo may be in trouble. Like oh, they're still that, uh, later the summer? summer. Yeah. Do we need to go out there? I mean, I've always wanted to go to the Olympics, uh, mm-hmm. but we might not be to go this one. Not not this <laughs> one. Not <laughs> this one. Man, let's let's know. drive to go for. Uh, I think it's twenty twenty. Uh, when is, is the it? when is the L A one? Oh no, I hate L A. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to L A, man. No, so I'm trying go. to go. Let's go. Let's go to that one. <laughs> we gotta talk to Benny. <laughs> oh man well uh shout out to oss 980 harold d jeff aaron shout out to the curls and sports uh shout out to sports Octasha. shout out to Salky nachos shout out to shut your face shout out to what you expect podcast uh j bobby and rios on overtime shout out to the finish line with a ph ph i like it i n i s h finish line shout out to uh tampering season who are my other podcasts i listen to matthew you should you should know i, I say this every week so you no, should already know uh, who i who i listen to the waverly place <laughs> the wizards of way that's the wizards of gallery is, place there we go boom <laughs> it's locked, locked on wiz oh, locked on wizards also uh shout out to um like i said locked on wizards i mentioned what you expect podcast um oh the last nice guys urgency podcast just bear with us podcast our faithful listeners clay warren lj tony erica christina laurel um kayla she always tells me she listens to it also uh shout out to my boy rohit for the suggestions he's given oh where's uh what's my man uh, Sir Driplord, is he graduating this year? He's graduating this year. He we is. We gotta figure out what we about to do for his he is, birthday party. He is graduating graduation this graduation party. He's turning eighteen. Um, on Sunday, he's turning eighteen on Sunday. Do anything? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what? What is he about to do? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, so yes. So a, shout out. Got a couple more. You gotta turn twenty one, bro. <laughs> a shout out to all of you all out there. Uh, anything else before we roll out, Matthew? Uh, I'm gonna make oxtail in like two days. Perfect. Yeah. The Master Chef. Shout out to Definitely. Eat the City, DC. Oh no! Nah, when sure. y'all when y'all doing something? Uh, you gotta, uh, gotta do something. Uh, once Candace is recovered. Okay. Absolutely. Shout out to Candace also. Sure. Uh, Ming Reina's Doll Parts. 
Um, everyone out there, Trezzo Beach for supporting us. Coach Rike. Oh, no. Nah, Shout out to Coach Rike. Everybody. Shout out to Coach Rike. Coach Pat, too, baby. Shout out to Coach Pat, too. He's but, st- unless he's still beefing with me. But, I don't but, even know if that's a real beef or not. <laughs> also, shout out, like I said, Coach Rike. She knows why I'm saying it. Shout out to Coach Rike. Shout out to WAU uh, men's and women basketball teams. All right, y'all. Until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace. Peace.